Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm cursed. Oh, how so? Just everything going wrong. I love that. No, I don't. I'm calm. I'm calm. Okay. Um, I've got a question for you. Does your bed have a box spring? No. Oh, then never mind. Because mine does, and um, Ollie loves to get all up in there. How fun. Loves yeah. it. Interesting. I mean, I used to have a box spring, but my cats didn't bother with it. I wish I understood. A place to hide. That's all there is to get. Place to hide, but I can't. I don't understand how it could possibly be comfortable. Have you seen how cats sleep? This is true. They're very strange creatures. Um. Yeah, just wanted to see if that was a uh, universal cat owner experience or not. Yeah, but I I didn't have a huge amount of overlap. Well, no, I had about two and a half years of overlap with cats in box spring. Fine. Hello. <laughs> yes, he hasn't taken notice that the lights are down yet, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how long they last. Anyway, um, how did you nearly injure yourself with laundry? <laughs> I will try to shorten the saga. I mean, I love, I love a good saga, please. It started last week. I was doing a load of laundry. The laundry would not dry. Um, it was in there for like three hours and was still wet. And I was supposed to be leaving to visit my family for Thanksgiving. And I'm sorry, did leave. you just like try to wash every single sweatshirt you own at once? No. Okay. No, normal little laundry. And so finally my mom was like, you know what, just bring the wet laundry here and use our dryer so you can get out the door. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, that works. And then I figured out that the problem was that the the duct that goes from the back of the dryer like and vents outside mm-hmm. was clogged with lint. And okay. that was why it wasn't drying. So I had to replace that. Hmm. Which, you know, not a huge deal. I'm used to doing things myself. But I didn't get back in town until Monday, and I was like, well, I gotta get this done right away. I need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. And I stupidly bought a semi-rigid one, because that was the only one they had in stock at Lowe's. 
And long story short, I fought and fought with this thing, um, injured myself multiple times. My shins are covered in bruises. Cute. Because I insisted on kneeling on top of the dryer trying to reach the wall <laughs> vent. <laughs> Nothing but bruises. Um, and just could not get it to stretch out to the full eight feet because it's supposed to require two people to do that. Because you gotta have one person on either end pulling because it's eight feet long and I don't have that kind of wingspan. Of course. So finally I gave up and said, you know what, I'm just gonna get a flexible one. So I bought another one last night on my way home for my running team workout. So at this point, my legs are super sore because I had leg day on Monday, like having a hard time climbing stairs sore. Oh God. And I was exhausted because I just, you know, run for like an hour and a half. As one does. And it's nine o'clock at night by the time I get home for the first time that day. And I'm like, well, I want to get this put on because I need to do laundry tomorrow. So I did get it put on. But, but at what cost? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> there we go, episode title. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I successfully got it put on and I'm like shortening like all the complications, like the, the clamps were all weird and okay. somebody like a jerry rigged the vent. Like it was a whole thing. I had to drill holes and fine screws and like it was, I'm really shortening the saga. Okay. But I got it put on um, and the, the duct was just long enough to reach the back of my dryer, so I couldn't really pull out my dryer much from the wall while I was putting it on, and I was having a trouble getting the right angle to, like, screw the clamp on. And so I was crouching on my already exhausted legs that are just, like, shaking violently and falling asleep. And like a little chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, leg day, running. No, yeah, that, sound, that sounds like hell. Crouching, you know. Um, but I was determined, I was like, I just got to finish getting this clamp tightened and I'm done. That's it. And so I was like refusing to, to get up and rest my legs. I was like, no, I must keep going. And by the way, for some reason, the screws on these clamps did not fit any of my, my hex things. So I had to use a wrench and took 25 years. Okay. <laughs> and so I just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, finally, I'm almost done, but I really have to take a break. I'm going to fall over. So I was like, I better stand up really quickly, forgetting that my water meter was directly above my head. Owie. I meant to take a picture of the, the water meter for reference. Perhaps I will do so and you can offer it to the people. But the thing is, there's the water meter and on the bottom of it are these four bolts sticking out. Ooh. Um, so I, I hit it, I heard the sound, I saw nothing but white, and then I fell over, and I could feel blood trickling on my scalp. Girl, are you sure you don't have a concussion? <laughs> but, but what did I do? I held on to the dryer for like a minute or two, and then I went back to take me. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I was like, this is getting done. Nothing will stop me from doing this. And so I did. I finished tightening it. I put the dryer back in place. I went upstairs and looked at the mirror and I was like, oh my god. Because <laughs> I have like, I have lumps where the four bolts were and oh. um, some, some cuts. And actually, um, like along the part of my hair, you can actually see the cu a cut in the shape of one of the bolts. 
Oh my god, again, are you sure you don't have a concussion? I don't know, but my head has really, really been hurting uh, ever since. That's why I was just taking more Excedrin. Oh my god, girl! Like, it is pounding. Ow! But I woke up this morning, so... Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've had a concussion before, I'm not concerned. I don't know if you can actually, you can sort of see it. Oh, ow. Yeah. yeah. So the rest are under my hair, at least. So that just wasn't, you know, just not not a good day, huh? No. Um, you know, but it worked. And then I was excited to do a load of laundry today. I was like, all right. I was so nervous when I hit, you know, start on the dryer. I was like, please, God, please let me have done it correctly. If I had gone through all that um, and then it didn't work, I would have simply just passed away then and there. Yeah. Or if it, like, popped off the back of the dryer or something like that. Because, like, I spent so long tightening that thing with that tiny wrench and so for the first minute it made a couple like rattly noises and stuff like that and then it settled and it was working great and i was nice. like yeah i did it so i had laundry in the washer and in the dryer and then the power went out <laughs> god hates us yeah which was right before we were about to record like a few minutes beforehand i'm just sitting on the couch i'm like all right well i'm gonna go and um, get the dishwasher started, and then go join the pod, and then, boom, the, the entire complex. The dishwasher, you say? <laughs> I'm never gonna let you live it down. Yeah. So, I was like, well, I guess I'm not doing that, and I just settled down with, like, I lit a candle, and, which, I brought it up here with me, because... Gorgeous. Um... And I was like, all right, so I'm, I got my LED lantern. I'm just going to knit by lantern with the cats. This will be nice. And then the power came back on. <laughs> so I was a little bit disappointed. But I think the washer and dryer are fine now. I mean, fingers crossed. I truly do yeah, wonder what you and I did in a past life. Like, just to be punished with such consistent inconvenience. Right? Like, we must have just been really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I the lid on the washer was locked, even when the power was off, so I couldn't even lift it up to see where it was in the wash cycle. Oh, boy. And then even when the power came back on, the washer came back on, but the lid wouldn't unlock. So I pushed, it has like a pause and start button, so I pushed it a few times. The lid never unlocked, but it started doing things, so I think it's continuing its cycle. Yeah, let's just assume that. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it when we're done. <laughs> that works. The laundry was almost dry. Um, I turned it back on for a few minutes, but I think I, I did it. I fixed the dryer. Hell yeah. Well, um, hopefully your Thanksgiving was less of a disaster. Yeah. It's fine. Nice. It's okay. Um, I feel like I should tell the people. Do not. Oh god, why did you- What- it's so bad. How Why bad do you think it is? Would it's you hard. see Fruitcake Mountain Dew and then think, yes, I will purchase this? Why are you like this? <laughs> it just said how bad it was and then immediately took a drink. It's yeah! so bad. It's so bad. It does taste like fruitcake. I've never tasted fruitcake in my life and I plan on keeping it that way. I love fruit. I love cake. Fruitcake, not so much. It's something about like the nutmeg in this that makes it so bad. No, yes, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's terrible, but I don't waste things. I really think you need to try and work through that with yourself, because things mm -hmm. like that, it's just not worth it. 
I like to try things, although I did um, unintentionally waste the mystery flavor Mountain Dew. I just forgot it was in the fridge, but I didn't like that either. So the mystery was just bad. Yeah. Cool. Not much of the mystery. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't drink Mountain Dew, period. Hmm. Missing out on the weirdness. No. There's already so much weirdness in my life. I don't I don't need to be adding any more via Fair Mountain enough. Dew. <laughs> um But actually speaking of Thanksgiving, one of the things that I have on our document for today, let me copy this link real quick so I can drop this in or water on myself who taught me how to drink is this so the tweet from at Crockett for real reads thusly Thanksgiving went okay I guess decided to cut the cranberry sauce long ways just to see what would happen let me tell you that started some shit right up And I kind of just want to hear your thoughts on that. So, here's the thing. We only do real cranberry sauce in my house. We do both in my house, and I'm not gonna lie, I kind of prefer the, like, jelly cranberry sauce from a can, because I have real beef with the texture of cooked fruit most of the time. But I, I enjoy the flavor of cranberry sauce, so... There you have it. Um, judge me as you see fit. Continue. Yeah, but I mean, that's- my mom just, you know, makes real cranberries. She puts, like, orange and stuff in there. Gives it a little- little something extra. So, we- I've never experienced the slicing- it just sounds terrible. Oh, slicing okay. cranberry sauce. Again, I'm kind of a fan. But, like, okay. So it's like- it's cylindrical, right? Like, it is- yeah. it is the shape of the can. Yeah. And here's the thing. Generally, what people do is, like, they cut it so it's, like, a little circle. And the only way I could see cutting it lengthwise being acceptable would be that you've cut it into circles first, and then you do Mm -hmm. once down the middle just for Mm -hmm. easier portioning. I don't know. That is the only time I would say that's acceptable. If this person is talking about long slices, like... I, how would I just, like, I can't... It's just equal portions. Yeah, first of all, it's not. Second of all, just the thought of this weird rectangle, <laughs> like, from the middle, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Plus, like, I mean, the can's only, what, like, yay long? But still, if you have, like, a long slice of that, there's no way you're going to be able to easily, like, transfer it no. to a plate. No, or, absolutely know. not. That's and actually, fun. speaking of... Because one, first of all, if I was in this situation, I would, like, I would 100% join the rest of the table in being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, if I was watching this mm-hmm. happen. And actually, this just reminded me of something that is a massive point of contention in my entire extended family. What are your thoughts on scraping the top of the stick of butter with your knife. See, that's another thing. We don't use stick butter. Oh, okay. That, like, that's like, a huge point of contention. With olive oil. Oh, no, that is a huge point of contention in my family. To the point that, like, at, at multiple people's, like, wakes... Like, the, the first time it was brought up, first of all, was at somebody's wake where my cousin, like, stood up and was like, alright, I want to know who scraped the butter at Thanksgiving dinner. And this was, like, over, possibly two decades ago at this point. 
Like, I wasn't even alive. But, like, it has been brought up in just so many situations because there are two very distinct camps of it is okay to scrape your knife across the top of the stick of butter, and it is not. Yeah, well, so I think there's this difference, right? So with the cranberry sauce, that's not, like, an arbitrary thing that it's cut, yeah. like, vertically or, you know, whatever, horizontal, whatever you would call that. I guess, depending on which angle you... Anyway, but there's a reason why people cut it into the little circles like they do. Just practically speaking, it creates the even portions, it's easier to transfer to plates, right? Like, there's yeah. a reason for that. Um, cutting it the other way is just causing chaos for the sake of causing chaos. Which, like, right? I can appreciate, but, like, not yeah. not now. Not, not like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, but so... But the butter thing... I feel like is a little bit different because you're not doing like portions. Yeah, you're taking you know? as much as you need for whatever, whatever it is you're putting yeah. butter on. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about um, like the transferring portion like you do with cranberry sauce. Yeah. Which, by the way, if it can be remain solid like that, it's not sauce. But I digress. <laughs> okay, I mean, so I can't say that you're wrong. I have st I have stated my position. So I feel like I'm trying to think of like what the factors were would are that would argue for either side, and so I feel like storage might be part of it. Like storing the leftover butter, it's easier to store something that's like this as opposed to like a long skinny thing. I mean, it is a no gonna, it like, is a normal length like stick of butter. Yeah. So, like, even if it is getting shaved down. Yeah. If you put, like, uh, like, and I don't know if this is, like, I've heard from some people that apparently this is considered weird in America, just, like, leaving the butter out in, like, the butter dish on, like, the kitchen counter. Like, at all times? Yeah. I think that's weird, yeah. Really? That's what we've always done in my house. No. It's dairy. It should be refrigerated. I mean, that is how I've been operating for 24 years, and nothing bad has happened. I know somebody who leaves entire pizzas on the counter for days at a time and eats it and says that that's fine because she's never gotten sick. I think I just know who that hasn't... is. <laughs> yeah, just because something hasn't caused a problem doesn't mean it can't. Here's the thing, you're not wrong, but also, like, at this point, I don't care. I'm just saying, I think it is weird. That's fair. <laughs> your family thing. That's fair. Um, no, but uh, as for the arguments for scraping over the top of butter, if the butter has been recently taken out of the refrigerator, for example, um, and you scrape it, it's easier to spread. Mm -hmm. And I don't yeah. know why. It's my one cousin in particular, and by extension, the rest of his family, now that he like has like a wife and children, they're all anti-butter scraping. I think, uh, you know, even when I use, because again, we use like the little tubs of spreadable butter and with also olive oil. His brother. So it's it's a whole that thing. Ran. Yeah. Um, but even with the little like plastic tubs of butter, even then I like kind of scrape a layer off the top. So it's like I feel a thin like that's what you have to do with yeah, the little just tub. Just chunk out of it. Yeah, I feel you like know. with the little tub, that's like kind of your only option. Yeah. 
I mean, so if if you're just getting like a little pad of butter to put on top of a pancake or mashed potatoes or whatever people do, like, sure, then just cutting off a little piece from the end might be fine, yeah. right? Because it'll be melted on whatever. But if you're like buttering a roll or something like that, you kind of need to do the scraping to get yeah. a thin layer or not spread. Yeah, no, I, I am fully in the camp of scraping the butter is acceptable and sometimes necessary. Mm-hmm. But again, we I only ever use stick butter to like bake or something like that. But it gets brought up every single year. Hmm. Yeah, people definitely have their uh their thoughts on everything. Oh actually, is your uh family Thanksgiving uh well attended enough to necessitate a quote unquote kids table? Uh some years. Do you still get stuck at the kids table? No. Bitch. I think it has nothing to do with your age and raw number. It has to do with your age in the hierarchy of ages. Here's the thing. We don't even call it the kids' table in my family. We've always called it the JV table. Sure. Like That's actually worse somehow. Junior varsity? Yeah. Yeah. So we've always called it the JV table. And honestly, JV table is better. It's more fun. But, um... Yeah, that's that was it. There really wasn't much of a point. It was just, do you have, do you still get stuck at the kids' table? No, nope, haven't in years because there are enough people younger than I am. Yeah, no. As nope. I said, it's not like raw age thing. It's like where you are in the hierarchy, and if there's enough people younger than you to fill the kids' table, then you don't have to be on the kids' table. But if there aren't enough people younger than you are, you might get stuck there. Yep, it, the people younger than me at the kids' table is my three cousins and my sister, and then there is, uh, my one cousin who's older than me. How old are the, the younger cousins then? Are any of you actually kids? Because I just heard three adults at the end. No, um... Don't quote me on the exact ages. My one cousin is around 18. Uh, his younger brother is... Like ten, and then his other younger brother is like seven, six or seven. Okay, so a couple like actual kids, but then the rest are adults. So. Yeah, the, I think the oldest person at the kids' table is like thirty something. Interesting. Yeah, but you you're probably like the the youngest though of the the household at the time. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's not really the kids' table; it's the youngest people's table. JV ta- again, JV table is elite. Which, it's interesting because- Because you're like, hanging out there with, like, aside from the actual children, you're hanging out there with all your cousins, who, your other cousins around your age who have been drinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think the, like, the idea of the kids' table is, like, we don't have enough room at the main table for everybody, and we find you people young and irritating, so we're <laughs> put you all together so we can have our old people talk but the so thing is gonna... that in years past a couple of my aunts and uncles have also gotten stuck at the jv table because of like y- y- just like attendance shifting as people have moved mm-hmm. around and again the vibe is always better well see and then that's the thing is like We've had kids at our holiday gatherings who are like, they want to be at the adults' table, they like us better than hanging out with, like, the kids. I mean, fair. But then some- I don't like hanging out with children. Yeah. 
And then some, but sometimes I'm like, man, I know that's a table full of like, like legit children, like all under the age of 18. And I'm like, they're having fun. <laughs> Look at us having a mature conversation. They're all over there, like coloring and stuff. Let me see. That's kind of banger. Um, but yeah, and I know like there's, there's always discourse about the whole phenomenon ranging from like family to family. Girl. The what? The discourse about the phenomenon of being relegated to the kids oh. slash JV table slash whatever. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd get your hot take. And see yeah. where you stand in the hierarchy. Yeah, in recent years our holidays have gotten smaller. Um, because normally the, the source of the most children is my, my brother and they've been having their holiday dinners like at their own home in the last couple years, so mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, anyway. So it's been much more chill. Noted. Grown-up holidays. Lame. Oh my god! And also, all of my like you know, former free spirit aunts and uncles. Um, somebody brought a joint. Can't, nice. Can't say I'm shocked, but I watched this happen. They're all. They had a, uh, my cousin got a fire pit going in the front yard. It was lovely. And they're all standing out there, you know, passing a joint around. And my little cousin sticks his head out the door and, like, sees everyone. And then goes, they're smoking out there. I'm like, mind your business, you little snitch. And, like, he's, like, seven. So, like, he, yeah. like, didn't, like, I'm sure he thinks the only thing one can smoke is a cigarette at this point. Probably, yeah. But, like... Mind your business. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that was just a funny thing that I got to witness. Yeah. No, you gotta, like, have, you gotta enjoy your holiday in whatever way is enjoyable to you. You know? And every year that I get older, the stories that I get from my aunts and uncles just get more and more insane. Hmm. Like, someone's, like, someone drops that they, like, have been, like, arrested for protesting. I was like, I mean, like, that tracks, but why is this the first time I'm hearing about this? You start to learn more things as you get older, and they realize you're not a kid anymore. I know, it's wild. Absolutely wild. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway. Actually, our next thing is also, um, since we've gotten on the topic of Thanksgiving, our next thing is also food-related, and this is something that you have put in- You put this in the chat a long time ago, and I've just kind of been waiting to pull it out, but, like, for no reason. Um, Yeah. So, here we are. It's a, I guess one would call it like a sort of three-way battle slash debate. Uh, pancakes versus waffles versus French toast. Are we ranking them? Are we picking the ultimate victor? Porcangelos dose? I very much have a hierarchy. Interesting. What is your hierarchy? French toast. Fascinating. Waffles. Pancakes. I would say waffles, pancakes, French toast. Interesting. Please. Explain. I find French toast to be superior because you got the cinnamon and you got the egg that you dip in and all that. And there's like, you can put the vanilla in the mixture and everything. It's delightful. It has so much more flavor than waffles or pancakes. Here's my thing. Um... 
Waffles are essentially, like, dessert foods that we've decided are acceptable to eat for breakfast because of the amount of, like, things you are encouraged to put on a waffle. Like, you put, like, some fruit and whipped cream on a waffle. <clears throat> Hell yeah, brother. I do not put that stuff on waffles. Oh. Lame. Maybe fruit, but not whipped cream. Ugh. You never put whipped cream on a waffle? Oh, it's breakfast! the hell is wrong with you? I eat food for sustenance. Lame. I mean, you're already putting syrup on them and stuff. That's, like, sugar. Well, you don't do the syrup on a waffle if you're putting whipped cream on it. Well, then, so the mo most of the waffle is just dry, then? The whole no. point of a waffle over no. a pancake is the syrup traps. No, yeah, and when I am, like... Putting like butter and syrup on a waffle, that's what that's there for. But like there's yeah. there's a um right down the road from where I live, there's this place, there's this cafe, which is absolutely lovely. And they have this waffle that has like a strawberry, like what's the it's not jam. It's the fruit pumpkin? That thing. It has strawberry that mm -hmm. and whipped cream on it. Oh mm -hmm. my god, it's so good. Hmm. Like that—that is—that can't be something you've never heard of, Bestie. No, I have. But see, here's the thing: that's not the food. That's the things that you add to the food. That's not the waffle itself. That's the whipped cream and strawberry compote that you're excited about. I'm also excited about the and waffle. But you can put those things on pancakes or French toast as well. Okay, it would be weird to put it on French toast. I feel like there would be too much happening. Might be, depending on you know, what you're doing with it. And I mean, yeah, you could put those things on a pancake, but again, the pancake doesn't have the reservoirs. But do you need that for those things? Not really. It's not like it's liquid. Nice. But you don't need it. I mean, you don't need <laughs> a lot of thing. things. I'm talking about the pure foods themselves, because I'm not even bringing syrup or anything into it. Oh, then top is pancakes. Interesting. I'm a simple woman. I I am given a buttermilk pancake, I lose my mind. I find them so boring and unappealing. Oh, I love it. Maybe this is just, like, the difference between, like, why I'm fine with, like, eating plain saltines and you think that's fucking weird. Um, give me a plain carb and I am living. No, if I'm gonna have carbs like that, I want to enjoy it. But I am enjoying it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it has, like, no flavor to me. Pancakes, pancakes have no flavor. It's, like, the equivalent of eating air, but with calories to me. I, I want to experience the world through your eyes. And live in this world where apparently pancakes taste like nothing. Yeah, they're super boring to me. Like, I'll eat them if there's no other option, but I'm never gonna choose them. You Whereas French toast... You fascinate me. But like French toast, you can you still have the cinnamon and the vanilla and all those things even without adding. I was syrup. I have never been particularly impressed by French toast, and maybe that's just because the recipe that my family has made my entire life is like weak sauce or something. Maybe. But there you have it. Yeah, no, I fucking love pancakes. Like actually, that's one of my go-to things when I'm like either like one um like hungover diner vibes. 
or literally any time, especially in high school when, like, my friends and I would, like, go to a movie and then go to a diner, like, ridiculously late at night, I would always get pancakes. Literally always. Oh, my God. Silk of existence. I just don't get it. There are so many just wonderful little things in life, and that is one of them for me. You might as well put syrup on a pile of cardboard. Some sweet fucking diner pancakes, baby. Nope. And the waffle's kind of a similar thing, but that the reason I rank them higher than pancakes is because of the syrup traps. Interesting. So to me, French toast is number one just because flavor. And then waffle's number two because syrup traps. And then pancakes are a distant third to me. My ranking changes if we're ranking based on potential. Like what you can do with XYZ. It's waffles, pancakes, French toast. But if it's just for, like, the plain, it's pancakes, waffles, French toast. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you just need to have better French toast. I mean, judge me as you see fit. Because even French toast, like, they have stuffed French toast. Never had that. Yeah, see? I mean, You're missing out. I mean, it sounds nice. I'm not, and I'm not saying French toast is bad. You, you need to do is go to an IHOP. I haven't had their French toast, but I do know that they have lots of different, like, interesting French toast things. Interesting. Our IHOP here closed just before the pandemic, so. Oh, I think there's still one floating around up here in the capital region. I don't actually know. Hmm? Oh, that, that reminds you of, reminds you, reminds me of a thing that I'm going, I was going to tell you that I will tell you later, but it reminded me of a thing about the capital region. Okay. <laughs> I read. In a paper. Interesting. Um. So, our last thing today. Today is the day of um, what some genius on the Bird app referred to as Twitter's Met Gala. It's Spotify Wrapped Day, y'all. Or, we are recording this on Spotify Wrapped Day. So now we're just- Yeah! Yeah! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. No, I'm like, no, I didn't get an email. Huh. Maybe I accidentally deleted it. Oopsies. I do have head trauma. <laughs> Maybe you do have a concussion. I'm not kidding. Like, my brain's not fully functioning. Painkillers are not touching it. My head is still pounding. Baby girl. I'm looking in my... <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, continue. Well, I was gonna... We were. I was gonna say we discussed our Spotify wrapped, but we seem to have run into a problem. Like, went to my spam folder, but I don't see why it would have done that. You could just open the Spotify app. Because I did, um, I got an email the other day about, like, you know, it's coming. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Let me check yield spam folder. Nope. Okay. Let me open my Spotify. You have made a very noticeable impact on my music taste, friend. Oh, really? That's fun. Oh, yeah. My, like, top 100 for the year, a lot of things that you put me on to. Oh, yeah? Oh, like yeah. what? Oh, tell me about your rap. I'm, I'm pushing my button right now. Hell, yeah. Okay, well, um, here's some songs from you in my top 100. We've got Love Your Friends, Die Laughing, um, mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, I Want to mm-hmm. Get Better. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, the Woodpile, Shark Fighter, Switzerland, uh, Hard at Races, Animal, Two of a Crime. <laughs> Every Man Has a Molly. Anti-D. Yeah, there you go. You've made a very noticeable impact on my music taste. And also, um, I got into Ghost, like, Mm -hmm. starting in October, maybe? 
Mm-hmm. My second most listened to artist of 2022. Wow. This says I embrace the night with funny, moody, sad boy, B-O-I boy. I don't know what oh, that yeah, my, what was mine? Mine was, like, sorry. Where is it? That was my favorite one of the, uh... Hey, I listened to more than 80% of other listeners. I am pretty sure I have a very similar stat. Um, let's see what else I got. That song, it was Love at First Listen. What song was that? No. uh What? What song? What song? Apparently, the song that I listened to the most was Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, which is a song from when I was in high school. Oh, I was actually kind of I surprised. I think I just I had it on a couple of different playlists, so I think it must have popped up more than once. That's the thing. I was kind of surprised by mine, but then I was like, oh yeah, wait, whenever I hit shuffle and I heard that song come on, like, I never skipped it, and it was Let the Sun In by Wallows. But yeah, what is my listening added up yeah, yeah i realized this year i, I spent way Ooh, more time more than 88 percent of other listeners total play time was forty one thousand uh three hundred and sixty one minutes hmm. yeah I, I spent more time this year than last year um listening to podcasts on spotify than music yeah it was a little bit of a different Oh, and David Bowie was my top artist. Shocker. Yeah. My top artist was Los Campesinos. I was in the top 2% of listeners for them. I was in the top uh, 0.5% for Bowie. Nice. Which is pretty impressive considering how many people. But, um... And that also kind of surprised me, but then I remembered that in January, one of the things I, like, made, like, a little... Like, I was like, I'm gonna do this, finally. Was that I, like, sat down and listened to every single album that he ever released in order. So I think that's what did it. Yeah. Where's well, Los Campesinos is my favorite band, so that's not surprising. Oh, here we go. Here's my... Oh, give me... My weird... Yeah. Sunset mood vibe thing. Hold on. I gotta wait for it to cycle through. Oh, that's pretty accurate. My top band was Los Campesinos, my favorite band. My second top, Lawrence Arms, which is my second favorite band. Well, actually, they're kind of You embrace a night with quiet sorrow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sandy Thing was my third most listened to. Nice. And then the Wombats. And Fight Like Apes. Can't say I'm surprised. Actually, yeah, let me... What was my... Yeah, Bowie was top. But what was... A lot of, a lot of British in that top five, but okay. Yeah, again, I started listening to Ghost in October. They are my second most listened to artist. But it was uh, David Bowie, Ghost, Gerda Van Fleet, Wallows, and the Struts. Very on brand. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised that my second most played song was Meet Me at Our Spot. But again, that's just one of those ones where, like, every time it comes on, am I going to skip it? No. That was number four. Oh my god, look at us. We are converging. (laughs) <laughs> Same brain. My top genre was emo. Shocker. I don't know. Spotify and I have different definitions of emo. Um. Oh my god, my fifth most listened to podcast was that. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about this? How I got really into this like limited series audio drama <laughs> that um 
where uh, Con O'Neill did voice acting as a vampire? I don't think so. Oh, I was, like, not okay listening to that. I feel like I remembered you saying he was voicing a vampire. Huh. I'll, I'll send it to you, but, um, yeah, that was my, like, the, that made it into the, made it into the, uh, most listened podcasts, along with, I was surprised that I listened to as much of the Penumbra podcast as I did, mm. but was not shocked by the, other than, obviously, last podcast on the left, was not shocked by the inclusion of, uh, the Silt versus an Old Gods of Appalachia, both of which, uh, for my audio drama people out there, if you're not listening to those already, holy shit, go do it right now. Wow, this is man, fascinating. I remember us doing this last year. Yeah. I think it, like, gives you the option to, like, make a combined playlist of your top with your friends. And I'm 90% yeah. sure we, like, there is one from last year in my library right now. Well, I mean, I know that definitely made us a, a combo playlist mm-hmm. at some point, but... Like, I wasn't at all surprised by my top songs last year, and this year I am, because they weren't ones I intentionally listened to a bunch. Like, uh, yeah, last I year... I wasn't even remotely shocked last year when, like, the Struts were my top artists, because I was so obsessed with them, and, like, oh my god, love them so much. But this year I was like, like, I went through a bunch of different, like, phases where I was like, I was listening to Wallows a lot, and then I was just like, yeah, I'll go back into the Struts, and then the thing with Ghosts, but, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what was coming. Mm-hmm. Well, like... Last year, my top song was It's Alright by Mother Mother, which Shocker. made sense. I listened to that, like, repeatedly. But I didn't really have a song like that this year that I played that much, and so I was really shocked. When I saw it, like, when I saw what my top song was, it made sense. Mine still don't. <laughs> yeah, They I were not one that I I love Spotify Wrapped, even though it's like, yeah, we've been tracking you, but, like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's just... Whatever. You know, everything tracks you. Whatever. Yeah, I've... Whatever, man, I've kind of given up. Um... My top three genres. Emo, skate punk, and pop punk. (laughs) I think it was like pop, rock... Oh, show tunes was in my top genres. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, see, I disagree with... Spotify as to what counts as emo, but whatever. Okay, well, we don't have time to get into that. (laughs) Now, we don't have time to unpack all of that. I have never gotten more mileage out of, like, a reaction image than I have with the now we don't have time to unpack all of that from that special and from the other special, uh, don't we all? Or aren't we all? Never gotten more mileage out out of two screen caps from it is such a helpful both of those are such helpful response such useful responses in so many situations if you look through my like like media on my twitter profile Mm -hmm. so much of it is just now we don't have time to unpack all of that aren't we all aren't we like it's it's that like in between any and all photos that i do actually post on twitter or like actual media that I retweet, it's just that. Because <laughs> it works in so many situations. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a versatile quote. Indeed. Um, 
go for a couple more minutes. Any other, Any other hot button things? things? Hot button things. Have you seen that fucking cat, Fishtifer? On Twitter? No, but that's an excellent name. Oh my god. It was like it was like a pet finder ad. This cat named Fishtifer. And he looked so fucking sad. Aww. Just like the like chubbiest, chunkiest little like puffy cheek kitty face. And the saddest little eyes. And somebody posted it, it was like, I swear to god, like somebody posted like the picture of the cat and the like pet finder description. And someone was like, I swear to god, if you if one of y'all doesn't go get fished of her right now, and then literally I think he was like the next day or the same day, somebody like retweeted, like quote tweeted it or something. He was like, My boyfriend just adopted fished of her, ask me anything. <laughs> so he has been scooped, but oh my god. <laughs> I'm so happy. He looked so sad. Oh, and we're right on time. Couldn't let me get through one episode, could we, bud? I'm so close. I know. And you're not even immediately putting them in your mouth, but... Oh yeah, I've got my matching slipper socks to match the... Oh, right, yeah. Last podcast, Ugly Christmas Sweater. The time is finally upon us. Say hello to everybody. <laughs> my sweet baby boy. Are you a good boy? I'm so obsessed with you. Cats, man. Yeah, I was almost a little bummed my power came back on because I was getting all ready to snuggle up with some cats for warmth. Yeah, I, I'm really loving this thing where I go to bed and I have I get automatic snugs. Little furry heater. It's, it's amazing. Sometimes he gets under the blankets with me. Are you kidding? It's like in the old days where they used to like use hot water bottles in bed, but instead it's a cat, and it's furry and it purrs. Yes, I love I love having a cat so much. I absolutely love having a cat. Yeah, it's wonderful. I'm They're a huge cool. fan. But yeah, no, he like gets under the cover. Like I like lift him up, and then he'll like get right under my chin, curl up, go to sleep. And sometimes mm -hmm. he wakes me up um, biting my septum, but it's fine. Okay. I wish I understood. Like, I, has that ever happened to you? No. Like, and it, it's not just like, oh, he was, like, messing around this one time. It is repeated. It is targeted intentional behavior. And I don't mm. understand what his goals are. Because, like, yeah, he rubs his nasty little scent glands all over my face. That's fine. And, like, mm -hmm. he goes up against my nose a lot. Okay, yeah, my nose is technically a corner. Cats like corners. Why is he trying to give me a septum piercing? Maybe he's trying to say you'd look nice with one. I don't know if I could pull that off. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to picture. I can't, I can't picture any... Uh, the fact that we're talking about body modifications has me thinking about Kirby butt cheek tattoo. <laughs> It dawned on me the other day that it would be really funny to, for any person, but since I'm the one coming up with it, me specifically in this case, to um, get a tattoo of Kirby, as in the little Nintendo puffball video game character, um, on my ass cheek so that he is appropriately squishy. And like, the more I think about it, the less it becomes a joke. So... And why not? I mean... 
Yeah, most people wouldn't see it anyway. And but that's get the thing. Play. Most people wouldn't see it, but I would know. And yeah. like, that's funny. It's for your enjoyment. It is literally for exclusively for my enjoyment. Although, um, I will make this uh, promise right now. If this podcast ever takes off, I will 100% get a tattoo of Kirby on my butt cheek. And um, it, the, the public will see it. If this podcast ever gets, like, a million subscribers or something insane, it'll happen. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get the tattoo regardless, it's just that people won't see it. Yeah, it's if... just that you won't get to see it. Yeah. Yes. Because I believe we've talked about the annual Body Mod Day. Yeah. A lot before. Because, like, I'm um, out of, like, and the thing we were talking about, we were, like, texting about this, I'm like, I'm out of piercings that I want. Yep, me too. So, like, I'm, we're gonna have, like, if we're gonna keep this up, we're gonna have to start getting tattoos. Yeah, because the only thing is, like, either move to tattoos or start getting piercings outside of our ears somewhere, but I don't really want, you know, like, eyebrow or nose or, you know. Have we ever talked about if you had to get a facial piercing, what would you get? Hmm. Because I feel like that's a pretty solid question for the two of us. Yeah, I might go no. Honestly, I think, hmm. Because yeah, I don't work. know if I could pull. I yeah, it's hard to think I'm I like, could pull off a lot. Yeah, it's hard. And I don't think I don't think she's the kind of person who would ever do this. But I think my sister actually could very like pull off very well, just like a little like nose stud. Mm-hmm. Just the yeah. thought, random thought I've had. I don't know if I could do that though. Maybe I would get. Hmm. I don't, I really don't know now that I'm thinking about it. Maybe eyebrow. Yeah, that if that, could, that could replace the brow slit. Because I kind of like the fact that I have something like a little asymmetry going on with this out of my, because I have the, the side bang here. So I feel like mm-hmm. this, this does a little something. So maybe yeah. I would just replace the eyebrow slit with some jewelry. If I yeah. had, if I had to pick one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I were actually getting one, I'd probably do eyebrow over nose, just because I feel like that would be so inconvenient. Like, you get a cold. Mm, I mean, yeah, probably, but also, you don't wear, no, I mean, you don't wear glasses, so I feel like that wouldn't be a thing you would have to worry about. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess maybe it's just more on my mind because of the long COVID stuff. That is very fair. I've had perpetual sinus congestion for almost six months now. Sunday will be my six-month anniversary. How's that going? Super. Just great. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Did I tell you that uh, I'm currently in a holding pattern because all the doctors are out of ideas, and so my option now is to just wait and hope it, it gets better on its own or to get a balloon rhinoplasty. Girl, what the fuck is that? Where they literally put, like, tubular balloons in your sinuses, your sinus cavities, and inflate them so it holds them open. So they drain better. So it's like a stent. Kinda, yeah. But the thing is, like, that helps the symptoms. It doesn't solve the problem. And they're permanent. So, no thanks. I'm just gonna wait. Bruh. I mean, there are people that had long COVID for like a year and a half before they got better, so. Oh my god. If that's the case, I'm a third of the way there. Oh, I mean, t- t- technically, mm. yeah, another year. It's fine. Whatever. 
by next Christmas. Christmas and next year. Maybe I'll be Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Mm, yeah, I think just having a nose piercing would be too inconvenient. Like, if, especially, like, imagine it healing and then you have to, like, sneeze. I caught, um... One of my helix piercings when I was taking off my sweatshirt, I wanted to die. Mm-hmm. And like I was at work when that happened, and there and I were like I was on the lock still, and there are two guys that I was working with, and I like I didn't even say anything because I had like taken off the sweatshirt, and then I just like you know made my like pained little noise, and then just like crumpled into a ball, and none of these guys have earrings. <laughs> he was like, "Did you just snag an earring?" And I was like down in the ball on the ground. I was like, "Yup." And then like. This guy, who, again, I have, like, does not have any piercings, he was just like, oh my god, ow! Like, I can feel that! I'm like... It was bad. That wasn't fun. It's been, like, a solid 25 years since I got my lobes pierced, but I feel like cartilage piercings are worse. Oh, 100%. Like, no, yeah. I got uh, my you, second you lobe piercing. Lobe. The second yeah. lobe piercings felt like... Because when I was a kid, I, like, got them done in Claire's with, with the gun, which you are not supposed to do. Um, yep. but, like, you know, that was years and years ago before I had gotten anything else, and then I had gotten, like, three cartilage piercings in a row, went back in to get the second, uh, lobe piercings on, and I was like, okay, like, it's gonna hurt, yeah. It was fucking nothing, dude. Actually getting your earlobes pierced with, like, the, like, properly, like, with the, like, hollow needle? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Huh. Yeah, because wasn't that Body Mod Day 2020 you got those? Yup. When I got my uh, forward helix piercings on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was and I was like, why would you do that? And then I wound up doing it. I wound up getting two cartilage piercings at the same time, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but it was it was real rough when I got those those forward helix ones because that was 2020, you know, earlier pandemic Height days, and I had to wear masks. And, uh, you know, because we went to Walmart immediately after to get some saline spray, and so I had the mask, like, you know, because they're right here. Yeah. And so the mask, <laughs> oh my god, I know I complained a lot, but, like, it was throbbing and, like... Oh, I'm sure. I want to amputate my ear. Can I get this mask off now, please? <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, I distinctly remember laying there being like, oh, and now they're gonna do it again. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you're only halfway done. Yeah, when I got my, I always have to put in quotes, my industrial for our last body mod day. Like, I, the first one, the first hole hurt so badly that I was like, oh my god, this is going to be the worst, I can't take it, I don't want to get the second one. And then he was like, okay, you can sit up and look in the mirror. I didn't feel the second one. I still can't figure that out. Supposedly, and I don't know if this is actually true, but supposedly if your tits pierced, you don't feel the first one because you're so, like, n like the adrenaline keeps you from feeling it, and then the second one hurts really bad. Oh, interesting. I was just talking to somebody a few days ago who said that actually the second one, it's not that you don't feel the first one, but the second one hurts way worse. So they recommend you actually get them both done simultaneously. I mean, okay. From somebody who knows multiple people that have them, I guess. I mean, all right, you know, whatever. Just coincidentally, it was a topic that came up the other day. Fascinating. No yeah, no. Not for me. Yeah, but so I guess we're, we're kind of, again, running out of real estate. 
Yeah, and I don't really want to move anywhere else, so I think I'm going to have to start getting tattoos. So, um... I definitely have ideas. Things that have been percolating. Anything as funny as... getting a video game character on your ass so that he is as squishy as he is reported to be by the game. You know, no, and I've never actually thought about getting an ass tattoo, but... I mean, I suppose that's a good place to get one. Right? Because, like, you don't have to worry about it being visible, you know, if you don't want it to be, and I imagine it wouldn't be as painful because of the cushioning. Like, I feel like the most yeah. painful parts are the areas that are, like, devoid of fat. Like, yeah. the one, the only one I have is on my wrist, and that's, like, directly on nerves and tendons. I hear that rib was... tattoos hurt like a bitch. Which ones? Rib tattoos. Oh, I, yeah. So I feel I like getting a tattoo on your butt wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Well, and the, I was talking to somebody the other day who got a tattoo down her calf and onto her foot. And she's like, yeah, on the, like the calf, like it didn't really hurt because you got all that muscle and, you know, mm-hmm. but once it got down like to the ankle, like around the ankle bone and foot, like that's when it, Ouch, yeah. Yeah, no, no thanks. I also kind of just want to get like a shitty stick and poke like on my heel or whatever, just because I think it would be fun. And just have it be like vampire teeth. Interesting. Why not, you know? Or you could just get it professionally done. I could, but it's about the, it's about the vibe, you know? Okay. It's about the vibe of sitting on somebody's kitchen counter and having them stab you with a needle while you're both drunk. Nope, not the <laughs> drunk part. I had a student several years back, and I honestly don't remember who it was. It'll come to me. No, I remember who it was. Um, that they had, um, a friend who had gotten stick and poke set and, like, was just giving people all these tattoos and stuff, and she was showing me pictures, and I was like, oh my god, why would people let someone do this to them permanently? But that's the thing, though, they kind of don't last. I mean, it depends on how well you've done it. Again, that's why it would just be, like, just, like, on my heel. Who's gonna see it? Who cares? Mm. You get a fun story. I feel like that would bother me. Oh, I don't know. Maybe this is just me being an idiot, which, like, is very possible. But there you have it. Oh my god, what if this is what- Because I I got this at Saratoga Comic Con. What if this is what I do? Like, that's the Kirby? That's- what if this is the Kirby? (laughs) He sits on my desk. (laughs) He's got a little lollipop. Come on. Focus. Yeah, it doesn't want to. Show the boy! That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Yeah. I need to stop being given ideas. I saw, um, like, somebody had gotten the chemical formula for a runner's high tattooed across their foot. You were talking about this, but then apparently isn't runner's high, like, not actually a thing? (laughs) Well, so, I thought it looked super cool, but that's the thing, right? Is, like... There's, like, there are theories as to what causes that feeling, Mm -hmm. but it's not conclusive. And would that bother you? Yes. (laughs) Because it's essentially, like, a theory on your foot permanently, and what if in, like, five years they find out, like, in fact... And it seems like a lot of chemists basically would roll their eyes and be like, that's so stupid. Why would you have that done? 
I mean, there are also people walking around with, like, the chemical formula for, like, LSD on their bodies permanently, which, like, I mean, you know, do what you want, but... But that's actually accurate, though. Yeah, okay. It's a lack of accuracy. Because mm. I forget what the, the chemical that they think is responsible for it is that people keep getting tattooed on themselves, but... I just think the idea of having a chemical formula on your foot at all it just it's cool. Yeah, no, and honestly, that is kind of baller. Yeah, to represent something I'd like like that, I think feel like it would be cool, but I also feel like it would bother me. Hmm. Interesting. And also, ouch. That too. But also, I don't know how well, like, I feel like it would wear a little bit, you know? Because, like, hands and feet in particular, those have to be um, touched up more frequently. So there's that Which, too. again, is why I am completely fine with the idea of just letting someone just give me a shitty little stick and poke on my foot. Yeah. Well, I mean, but even when I got my wrist tattoo, like, the people uh, there were divided on as to whether, like, me wearing a watch would wear, wear it off. Interesting. Some of them were like, oh, yeah, no, over time that's going to wear it off and you're going to get it touched up. And other ones at the same place were like, no, no, that's not going to matter at all. I feel like it has to come to, because, like, everyone's body is going to react to, like, the actual tattoo differently. I feel like it has to come down to the person in some yeah. way. I mean, I've only had this for, uh, it's going on three years. Three years in February. But, it, I mean, it still looks same. So, I mean, and again, what do I know? No. But, um, t stick around to see how Brooks's tattoo fares. I don't know. <laughs> now you have to well, keep watching and listening. Hmm? Now you have to keep watching and listening. Yeah. What an incentive. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not good at selling myself or any of the things that I do, so... I have to find my ways to try and incentivize people to continue listening somehow. Sure. I do what I can. You know, if you can think of something better to conclude this episode, by all means, have at it. I got nothing. And there it is. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Um, as always, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. We'll see you then. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.